listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. What's going on, FA Nation? John Pemby here with James Grande, bringing you the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast. Here, previewing Wednesday's ten-game main slate. Uh, James, it's been an interesting week so far. Obviously, we had the Martin Luther King Day slate uh, on Monday, which gave us like a three-game early and a four-game main. Tuesday, we just had the two-game main slate. So, uh, really jumping into it head first here uh, with the big ten-game slate on Wednesday, and you'll be the guy on the playbook doing the fast break, giving all the analysis breakdown uh, and everything everybody's here hoping to get for another uh, winning night. Yeah, I'm excited, and we're recording here on Tuesday evening, currently with only five of the ten spreads, so still a lot to... A lot of injury un- news. A lot of injury news to unravel before um, Slate Lock, but we'll have it all on FantasyAlarm.com for you uh, all over the site. Oh, yeah, not only will we have it all over the site, but you also can follow at NBA on Twitter now. We do have a dedicated Fantasy Alarm Twitter handle. If you haven't followed it yet, you're missing out. Uh, you'll get all of the up-to-date lineup news that you need, any news going around the NBA. Uh, we also uh, tend to throw out some analysis and plays that we like out there uh, on that Twitter account as well. So definitely give us a follow if you're listening to it, you know, at Fantasy Alarm NBA. It's just, uh, you know, it's something we're trying to build up, and I think it'll be a beneficial tool for everybody uh, when it comes to getting the information they need to know uh, for today's slate. Uh, James, like you said, though, we have 10 games here. Uh, definitely, you know, there's definitely some interesting matchups that we have. Uh, you know, you're, you're looking at Boston and Philadelphia. Those two teams, uh, at least now, are, are going to be relatively healthy. Um, still no Jason Tatum for Boston, but they're getting back a, a lot of their guys in Philadelphia. Uh, Seth Curry is going to come off COVID, uh, the injury list there. So, like, they'll be, they should be good to go. Um, you have San Antonio Golden State with a nice 226 and a half game total. You have Phoenix and Houston, and then our late-night hammer matchups. Uh, Memphis, Portland, John Morant back playing a boatload of minutes. Portland, no C.J. McCollum. Uh, you know, that one at 222. And then Sacramento against the Clippers, also at 10 o'clock, 231.5 game total there. So uh, some interesting matchups, definitely some high spreads, and it'll be a good slate to, uh, you know, get some exposure. Yeah, a lot of different exposure. Um, and, of course, since we're going to start at the point guard, this position is loaded like a stack of pancakes, John. It is loaded. Uh, Luka Doncic is at the top against the Pacers uh, here. You know, the Pacers are, you know, though making that trade, they're, you know, they're not going to have Karis LeVert now for a while after they had that mask they found during uh, his physical, um, you know, and they're missing, um, you know, there's still no TJ Warren. Miles Turner now has a fracture in his hand. Um, you know, so they're a depleted team. It's really Brogdon and Sabonis there. You know, Luca against Toronto, only 33 fantasy points. He's 11-5. Knowing what some of these other guys are doing on this slate, normally I say that Luca is almost like an impossible fade. I don't know if I'll have any Luca really in my lineups if I'm building a single lineup here. I mean, it's definitely recency bias and a spot to go back to in tournaments, but I tend to agree because, um, I mean, we have Damian Lillard, Sands, Yusuf Nurkic, and CJ McCollum. We have Steph Curry in one of the best matchups for point guards on the board and a, a bunch of guys below. So I, I think Luke is fine for tournaments in a in a recency biased bounce back spot, but I, I think I prefer other guys below. Uh, a bunch of guys below. What Could I tempt you with any Kyrie Irving? 
Um, I get it because he's been really good, and I get it. There's revenge and all this media. You know, Kyrie just comes out and is Kyrie, but like I'm gonna play. I'm gonna find extra money to fi- play Curry. Find extra money to play Lillard. Uh, there's a lot of options below yeah. him. I I really like too. So. I don't know if I if I'm going there. How how do you think uh, Irving would you know? Does he keep you off Harden and Durant? Just his presence being there. I don't know. It might be a situation I just let play out for, and if I lose because of it, I lose because of it. But how many times did we kind of feel about the same way about Golden State when Durant, Clay, and right. uh, Steph were there? So I, I might just let the situation play out. Because they're so expensive on this site. Yeah, that's true. And there are a ton of other point guard options. You know, you know, Trey Young's at 9K going up against Detroit. He had a little bit of a bounce back game there last time out. Uh, then if you want, you know, I'll, I'll just jump to the 7K, you know, 7K tier. John Morant, 7,900 against Portland, I think is going to just be an absolute monster play. Played 34 and 30 minutes the two games since his return. 40 fantasy points against Phoenix and a you know massive you know, pace down spot for him in there. Now he's going in a big pace up spot. I think that's a great matchup. DeJounte Murray against Golden State. I mean, we just saw Dennis Schroeder put up a really good game against Golden State. Point guards against Seth Curry, Steph Curry rather. Always a really great matchup. Um, you know, Darren Fox <laughs> put up 70 fantasy points the other day. Yeah. Now, I mean, I know it's Pat Bev that he's going to be up against here, but... I mean, De'Aaron Fox kind of went off, and, you know, he's you know, playing some of his best basketball we've seen out of him in a while. You know, I mean, what that that tier there, there's going to be a lot of ownership there. Yeah, I like all three of them. I don't love Fox at 8,900 on DK. No, that's, um, that's definitely too much. That's I think that's a little too much when I could play John Morant for 7,300. Um, John, I just want to just want to note this, and we can move on. You don't even have to say anything about it because it's your favorite player. Uh, we have po- a new point guard eligible player here on DraftKings. Is His it name? Pascal Siakam? It is Aaron Gordon, actually. Wait, what? Aaron Gordon is a point guard, small forward eligible player for the slate that we have on Wednesday. And like I said, we don't need to, we don't need I to talk. I want to see on tape where Aaron Gordon was playing point guard. <laughs> we, don't need, we don't need to further discuss this uh positioning eligibility but yeah here we what are a, what a just an absolute abomination <laughs> that, that decision is <sighs> all right whatever uh, um <laughs> I'm, I'm now now i'm tilted um looking back on FanDuel, where things also tend to don't make sense but uh chris paul at 6900 against houston I, I like that i think i think that's a really good spot for chris paul yeah uh, cash you know, games yeah, it's Houston. There's no, there's no John Wall, but I mean, oh, we saw Oladipo start at point guard. I mean, under seven K for Wall there. I mean, for Paul, um, I think it's fantastic. What do, what do you think about Shake Milton and the way that he's been playing lately? I guess it's going to be interesting how they bring back Seth Curry. So I, as much as I've loved how much Shake Milton has played. I feel like the minutes will decline, but again, I I guess they could use Simmons more. He was more, playing like, late 20s before the, the whole... Yeah. Um, but right, he, he wasn't playing over 30. He wasn't, you know, where he gave us some of these monster games. So. Tournaments. Yeah. I, I'd go there in tournaments. 
Uh, what would it take for us to believe in Kendrick Nunn again? <laughs> uh, Tyler 27 be... and 34 minutes the last two games. Yeah, Tyler Hero will be rolled out. He's 4K, and, and we saw what happened last game. Like, even when his shot wasn't falling the first game, like, he still played 27 minutes. It's a good point. And then his shot falls, and he puts up, you know, 35 fancy points. And if you don't have him, you don't. You just didn't win any right. anything. So uh, he's still 4K on DraftKings. If Hero is ruled out, very hard not to go back to that well. Uh, Sexland, both questionable. Darius Garland and Colin Sexton. Um, if they both get full out, practice, by the way. So they probably are both going to play. You think they're all right? Well, currently listed as questionable. It wouldn't be the first time that Colin Sexton was ruled in, then ruled out after. <laughs> but. Um, you know, Damian Dawson's 5K, Cole Anthony's 5K, um, Patrick Beverly. You know, if do we do we have a Lou Will status? Do we have uh questionable uh for Wednesday? So if, if Lou Williams is out again, you were in on Pat Bev the other night, played 26 yeah. minutes, gave you 30 fantasy points. Would you go back there? Yeah, and I mean, look at the game prior, he played 37 minutes in a close affair. They beat the Pacers by 30. I mean, if it's a 10-point game, Pat Bev probably plays 35 minutes. So, uh, yeah, I would go there. I would also just like to throw Derrick Rose into the... He's a point guard only player. Okay. Yeah, he's a shooting guard on FanDuel. So. But 27 minutes um, against the Heat on Monday and 33 fantasy points. He's now gone for 33 and 39 fantasy points last two games, and it's yeah. Atlanta. So I would I would definitely uh, be interested in Rose in tournaments. Yeah, he's a great scorer there. Um, Jalen Brunson's 3,900, played 27 minutes. I think that's someone to be ter- possibly take a look at. And Started that game. Yeah, started way. that game, yep. yep. And Hardaway was active. They brought Burke off the bench. Burke played 27 minutes as well, but they're without Richardson and that whole crew again. So Brunson under 4K is interesting. And then... Someone that I haven't played at all, but Sean has played a lot of this year, has been Patty Mills. You know, again, it's a big slate. Maybe I'm maybe I'm going into territory where it's like we don't need to be talking about it. But I just want to bring up and put your focus there that like Patty Mills has been pretty good for four thousand dollars. If you you know feel inclined, maybe to game stack against Golden State or whatever. But uh, I looked at some of his numbers today and I, and I was a little bit surprised. Yeah, I'm definitely more inclined to play him on Fanduel where he is $4,000. He is $5,000 on DraftKings. Jeez. And I just, I don't think we can go there. Um, what's, your, what's the McConnell price tag over on DraftKings? He is $3,800. So still still viable, but like Kendrick Nunn, 4000 I'd go Kendrick Nunn. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd probably go Jalen Brunson at 43 And I'd, Probably even go honestly, Patrick Beverly if Lou Will's ruled out. So like, he is in the conversation, but I think there are better value point guards. Okay, I agree with you on that one. Uh, let's go ahead over to the shooting guard where there is James Harden on draft on Fanduel. Uh, he is ten thousand seven hundred dollars. He's ten thousand nine hundred dollars uh, over on DraftKings as the most expensive player on the slate. I mean, he's been fantastic in the two games with the Nets. But like I mentioned, you know, what does Kyrie Irving now do to the upside of these three guys? Like, you know, Harden, I don't think, I don't think all three of them can go for 30 plus double, double, triple doubles. Like I'm with you there and it's kind of dangerous to do, um, to sort of wait and see how this plays out. Cause 
uh, you know, if they do go for 70 and you don't have them, that could end up, uh, could certainly come back to bite you. But I mean, Harden's look absolutely fantastic. John, John, I don't want to cut you off, but I need you. Are you on DraftKings right now? Please tell me your DraftKings is open. My DraftKings is open. Hey, go to Shooting Guard and tell me who the second highest priced shooting guard on the slate is. Tell me, what, tell me what's wrong with this picture, please. I'm well, losing my mind, right? Why is why is Kevin Porter $9,500? Oh, my God. We're two positions in, and I'm losing my mind. Aaron Gordon's a point guard, and Kevin Porter. Aaron, Aaron Gordon's a point guard, and Kevin Porter is $9,500. Maybe they thought that was Kevin Durant. Um, uh, I need... I'm I'm drunk. I need to go home. That's my only. That's my only guess is that they thought this <laughs> was Kevin Durant, uh, or like maybe maybe Kevin Hoarder is playing um like a pickup game and they decided to like count his stats. Um. Uh. Yeah. So. All right. I the Aaron Gordon thing. I'm still shook. Um, what's what's worse, honestly? If you can only, I'm terrified that we're two positions in. <laughs> I mean, we don't even know what's coming next. I'm not looking. I want to just. I want it to be organic. Yeah, I mean, it is. This is the first look podcast. This is why we do these things. Is we like to give our reactions to things that we're just, you know, shook by. Uh, that that is, <laughs> for, just for reference, fifty five hundred dollars is what is what Kevin Hunter is over on Ooh. Fanduel. Um, James, did you roster Kevin Hoarder or like? <laughs> so Kevin Hoarder is two hundred dollars more than Trey Young on this slate. <laughs> I bet you this there'll be no ownership there. So uh, if you want that to play, <laughs> take a look. Uh, <clears throat> back to Fanduel. Paul George eighty five hundred against Sacramento. You know, I know he just played Sacramento, <sighs> only had thirty one fantasy points. He's kind of trending a little bit downward if you look at where he started. Uh, now only, you know, hasn't cracked 40. Has only cracked 40 fantasy points on FanDuel twice over the last uh, six games. But, I mean, the price is dropping because of that. It's still a great matchup for him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you could pay up for Paul George. I'd rather just spend the 400 more to get to Kevin Hoarder. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just can't help it. I'm sorry. Oh, no, uh, that's fine. No, no, yeah, I, this is, I mean, this is as elite as it gets. Of course, I've played Paul George the last two slates, all in on Paul George the last two slates, and he's gone for 35 fantasy points in each. But um, it's a great spot again. Attacking Sacramento this year is is one of our favorite things to do, and uh, it's it's too hard to ignore. They're ninth in pace. They're, I think they're 30th. Yeah, they're ninth in pace and 30th in defensive rating. That's all you need to know. Uh Get the clip as much Clippers exposure as you possibly can. Uh, one of my favorite plays the other night was D'Angelo Russell um, came through for 57 fantasy points. You know they're missing Towns, Rubio, you know Hernan Gomez for whatever you want to take out of that as well. Not not available. You know 8400 for Russell. You know again I don't, it's a big slate so there's a lot of guys that are all viable. But I feel like you know again these are spots where Russell could definitely do some damage. It's Orlando. They don't defend the position well. You know, I guess if there was one thing that you would typically worry about is, all right, Orlando hasn't been playing well. They've been getting blown out. I don't really think Minnesota's in a position to blow any teams out here. So I think we get full run out of uh, out of Russell here. Yeah, I think a little 
mini stack of Russell Vucevic would be a pretty elite start to your to your builds, and it's yeah. not something that's like so costly. Both being in the eight thousands, and we have some good value already. So I think uh, a Russell Vucevic stack is is pretty appealing to me. There's what a hundred and twenty point upside in that kind of if you get like both two yeah, ceiling I think they games. They both so. go for sixty. I mean, it's definitely the high end, but. You know, it's it's doable. We've seen them both hit that floor, that ceiling before. So, um, and and you know that Vooch is going to be up against you know Nas Reed and and Jordan Vanderbilt or Jared Vanderbilt rather. Um, you know, it's uh, it's good matchups for him. I mean, again, just this is just a loaded loaded group we have. Right. Here. We have DeRozan against Golden State. Oladipo is a pace down spot for him. Oladipo against Phoenix, but a pace up spot for our boy Devin Booker back in a good matchup uh, for him, where I think we could possibly take some advantage. Uh, of that, we have Fred Van Vliet going up against Miami. Uh, if Sexton does return, he's only 7K against Brooklyn. Uh, I think we're gonna we would love to see that happen there. You mentioned Derek Rose already. Um, I mean, Kevin Porter's 55. I like him better <laughs> there. If Cam Reddish is out again, you know, like um, you know that that would be a play that I that I wouldn't hate. Terrence Ross got back on it uh, the other day after after uh, you know. A couple of down games for him. Um, you know, he is 53 against Minnesota. Rodney Hood is 5K. He started, played really well against uh, the other day. He's got Memphis. I mean, this is just a strong, uh, I think, shooting guard's very deep again. Yeah, and they already announced Rodney Hood as the starter for yeah. the foreseeable future. $3,800 on DraftKings. Um, probably a core piece of the puzzle tomorrow. We Memphis, We mentioned that Memphis-Portland game is... is uh, pretty elite 222 total one and a half point spread there's not really anything to dislike about it so um yeah i i'd like terrence ross more on fandle i don't want to pay 6k for him i like the matchup but i just i don't have a desire to pay 6k and uh yeah i think i think honestly most of my i'm gonna go right down the list right to rodney hood at 38 who 25 i mean we've seen these players minutes get ramped up really fast um, I could see him approach 30 here, and uh, that would be obviously uh, an ideal situation. So Rodney Hood, pretty close to a core play for me on uh, on this slate. Yeah, I mean, like, what what is what is DraftKings doing at $3,800? I mean... Yep, I don't... I mean, I mean John, we've... <laughs> what we've been through, like, we've been through the ringer already. Absolute so, roller coaster like, emotions, I would <laughs> this, this is This is getting crazy. I can't wait for the next three positions. I'm terrified. I'm terrified to know what's going to happen, but we'll go ahead. We'll roll it over, uh, taking a look at the small forward position. Kevin Durant's there uh, at 10-3 as a small forward. Uh, Durant, uh, no, Kevin Porter's still popping the list of half games. So his dual dual position eligibility. (laughs) James, if you had to pick Kevin Porter or Kawhi Leonard for tomorrow's slate, this is off the rails, John. We are we have lost oh we God. have lost all the listeners. That's so I know. That's just so bad. I would go with the red I would go with the red rocket though for the red rifle. What are we calling him these I don't days? Know. Oh let's go to basketball <laughs> reference. I think I think we've seen this before. He's like a weird name. It's like the red mamba or something like uh, that. It is It'll it is fun. the red mamba, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the red mamba in red velvet. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Um I mean, again, I, I think if we're just getting out of this, I'm so happy we don't have like a third position eligible for Kevin Horder. Like it ends here. 
Because he's um, the third highest priced guy on the slate. Yeah. <laughs> Um, pretty, would be pretty wild. <laughs> I think Durant is uh, the most appealing of like the three to me because I I don't think he's ever going to be the guy to give up shots because he's the best player on the floor every time they're on the floor. But I still don't have like this strong desire to play any of Brooklyn, unfortunately, because obviously it's fun to play Kevin Durant and James Harden and Kyrie Irving when they're not all on the floor together. Right. I, I agree 100% with you. It would be wild if Kyrie, like, doesn't start, right? It's like second just unit bring him Kyrie. off the bench? Oof. He, <laughs> he will definitely retire. <laughs> uh, all right. So we we have Durant. We have Kawhi. Kawhi against Sacramento is a good spot. Yep. Jeremy Grant uh, doesn't miss. Mm-hmm. And, now he's got, and now he's got Atlanta in a really great spot for him. Uh, $8,400 still over on FanDuel, just not a spot they're touching. And $7,700, it's a price drop, okay, on DraftKings against Atlanta here. So, uh, yeah, let's let's load in some Jeremy Grant. I'm not afraid of how bad the Pistons have been. He just plays regardless. The guy has been unbelievable, um, playing 35 minutes, taking all the shots. I mean, uh, we, we saw flashes of him being good, well, we've never seen him be great like this before. So you're getting a discount on on DraftKings for him. I think it's a great spot. Again, FanDuel slightly a little bit more expensive at 84. Jalen Brown's at 83 on FanDuel. Uh, they moved back Pascal Siakam to a small forward on FanDuel because they were uh, they couldn't have it right for too much longer than they did before. Uh, at 8K, Tobias Harris, $7,400 there. Um, you know, I think that's sort of the next tier of guys. Harris, of course, cheaper than the others, but uh, up against Boston could be a good spot for him, but no Tatum. Yeah, I mean, I Brown and Grant stand stand out. Obviously, Brown would no Tatum, even though they looked dreadful uh, in that Knicks game. But I mean, you know, everyone is has bad games. Uh, so going back to that Brown well is fine. And and Jeremy Grant, like you said, I mean, even Detroit is bad, but they keep games pretty competitive, which they've been pretty good at all year. And you know, that's allows Grant to play thirty five minutes. I don't love Tobias Harris over 7K. Like, I would rather go down and probably play some Harry B. I know he's been a little more inconsistent lately. I'd rather go down and play OG Ananobi, who's been... OG for sure, yeah. Yeah, who's been really good. When he scores, man, when he scores, we know we're going to get, you know, 30 fantasy points out of him because we know the peripherals are there. He's a very good defender. He's a good rebounder. Um, So I would go there. It's very difficult... Not to look at what Kelly Oubre is doing. If we just continue to go down the list, $5,500. We talked about this. We talked about this today. Mm -hmm. Um, 37 minutes, man. Yeah, let me me pull up the quote here for everybody. This was uh, given by Steve Kerr uh, early. uh, I think it was after yesterday's game or or whatnot. Uh, Steve Kerr said he decided to flip Wiggins and Oubre in the rotation the last couple of days to get Oubre more with the second unit. Maybe it activates him, gets him more aggressive, gets him more involved. He says he plans to do it the next game. Uh, when we read that quote, James, I said, if Kelly Oubre is under 6K, we have to hit that button again. Uh, he's $5,400 on FanDuel. Uh, you mentioned on DraftKings, he's 5500 against San Antonio. We're going to be hitting that button once again. Yeah, I mean, it's like I don't want to call him a lock because he's – still shooting 36% from the floor this year. But, 
I mean, just look at the trends the last four games or so. I mean, he's scoring in double figures. Two of the last four, he's shot 50% or greater. He's hit two or more threes in three straight games. Um, we're just getting more out of Ubre, And the minutes are obviously the key. 29, 29, 30, and 37 the last four. Um, so it's a situation where I don't want to fade this and... Um, if he's he's going to get all the second run, all the second unit usage with Steph Curry on the bench, and uh, this is it's just a prime spot for him against San Antonio. What is? Let's see what San Antonio ranks um, in pace. I know they're up there. I know it's a pace down spot for Golden State. San Antonio's thirteenth, so it's not too bad. Like San Antonio's still playing fastish. Mm-hmm. Um, not Warriors fast, but still fast. So they should ma- Warriors should still maximize their possessions here. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, again, pace down spot, but Eric Gordon still 5,200. He played 33 minutes at 28 fantasy points. Um, you know, as long as Wall is out, he's just going to continue to really be uh, a big part of that uh, rotation for them. Um, any interest in any of the new Cleveland guys? It's a revenge game right away for someone like Torian Prince, and uh, he's $4,800. <clears throat> What are we like? Like, what is what is our expectation? The way that they handle their rotation, I guess. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't. I like they've been playing a Coro thirty to forty minutes every game. They play Seti thirty to forty minutes every game. If they get Sexton and Garland back, like Dotson can return to more of the two. Seti I like and would, I I almost feel like they would be they would rather put Nance off the bench. If I had to, because like they, you know, they like that energy off the second unit for him, so I could see him Prince maybe starting as like their power forward, or or is Jared Allen going to start a power forward for them? I mm, guess that's that. that's a fair that's a fair question. I think I think it's a wait and see for me, and until we get starting lineups, if we get starting lineups and then we see like Jared Allen starting or we see Torian Prince starting, then I think I would have some interest. But uh, I mean, like. I don't know. Cam Johnson started last game. I know he played 23 minutes, you got, but you got 34 minutes out of Justin Holiday the other day. Justin you know, Holiday, Turner, and they're just Turner so depleted. Okay. So I'm interested though if those minutes remain if Jeremy Lamb returns because he's currently listed as questionable, like officially yeah, listed as he's questionable. He's coming off a torn ACL though. He's not just going to jump and play. Well, if he plays, let's say he plays 17 minutes, does Justin Holiday still play 35? Um, he maybe not, maybe thirty or so. Because I mean, like, who else would lose minutes there? Aaron Holiday, I guess. Good Sumner, Sumner probably loses minutes as well. Yeah. So yeah, I guess Justin Holiday still probably is firmly in the rotation. I mean, he's been playing big minutes all year, so um, yeah, I can get behind it. Sub five K. All roads lead back to Rodney Hood on DK though, because he's. Shooting guard, small forward. Yeah, ex- exactly. It's, it's definitely a different world there. Um, you know, when it comes to guys being eligible, um, you know, Carmelo had twenty eight fantasy points, forty one hundred dollars. Could continue to find himself a little bit more on the rotation, but there's there's not much else on Fanduel at least for uh, for any value. So let's just let's take a look at the power forward position. Christian Woods, a power forward on Fanduel, is he still center only on DraftKings, or do mm-hmm. they? Yep, still center only. Center only. Um, yeah, I think you can keep going at him. Yeah, yep. again, I know it's a pace down spot, but the usage there is just uh, it's pretty ridiculous. 
Um, so it's just it's a good spot for Wood the way he's been playing. Uh, Sabonis gets Dallas here. Um, I think you know even with Porzingis now playing full allotment of minutes, I still think Sabonis is is fine. I don't I don't think there's really many matchups for Sabonis. You know if there would have been one, you thought maybe Clippers would have been maybe a matchup that he would struggle in. You know with Kawhi and all those guys there, but you know there hasn't really been a team that he struggled against. And actually he's already um, you know. He hasn't had this matchup yet, but I'm saying like he's he's had other spots where like a big pace down spot against Phoenix, 57 fantasy points there. So like he's had tough matchups and he still comes through. So um, you know I, I think Sabonis is really strong. Uh, Bam is always one of my favorite plays on the slate, and I was getting Toronto in their front court, you know, which seems to be moving more towards playing Chris Boucher, who's more of the athletic shot blocker than the big bulking center, which I think plays well for Bam, and he's got 50 fantasy points in both games that he's returned in, so uh, and then Chris Boucher is right there 8,100, and we gotta think that he, if he doesn't start over Baines, Baines only still played 11 minutes the other day, you know, as long as he stays out of foul trouble, he's gonna play a bunch. <laughs> How is this guy still $7,300? I, I just Yeah, he's I 81 understand. on FanDuel, so like you know, bump he's, there, but right. Too cheap. He's priced not. accordingly on Fanduel, like there, and there's because there's still upside over there. Because yeah. the, he's like, he's a guy who sells out for blocks. He can get you four blocks, and I don't know. It, it's hard not to play Boucher. It's hard not to play Bam. It's great little mini stack in that game, um, and like the guys around him, like who wants to play John Collins right now? He sucks. He's gonna go off for a hundred points, but he's he sucked. Um, Blake Griffin in a tournament, whatever. I think Lamarcus Aldridge in a tournament, whatever. Oh, man, everyone's gonna go to Boucher tomorrow, John. Seventy three hundred. The rest of this position, like this, is the first position, at least in like this upper mid tier that I've I've really haven't enjoyed. Interesting. Because when you get uh, down, I mean, when you get down, you know, our boy Bagley is there, fifty six hundred. Prime yeah, I, mean, spot. Dra- I mean, DraftKings, it's just so deep because there's so many different ways that you can go about it, right? You know, because you have everybody has a, the multiple position eligibility. I mean, but you're right. They're back-to-back 30-minute games now for Bagley at 56. I mean, how do you not like that? You know, like, how do you not try to jam all these guys in your lineup? And then Draymond at 54. This, this is why, like, after, like, below Boucher – from like 6k and up i don't really have interest i would rather just go to bagley 56 in a good spot and dream on 54 in an even better spot yeah i haven't been on much on Draymond, but i think you're right it's not it's not a bad it's really not a bad spot for him that's a that's that's a that's a good plan over on on fanduel um he's you know he's 54 there same, same price tag. Yeah, Vanderbilt's 48 if he starts again. Yeah, the 29 minutes are... He is such a fancy point-per-minute freak. He does a lot when he's on the floor. He doesn't. He's not, like, active scoring. He doesn't really take a lot of shots, but he is really just a motor guy. So, yeah. I mean, again, another situation where, like, he's going to... Be very, very. Ooh. How do you ha- how do you handle Valanciunas being out? Xavier Tillman. Tillman, twenty nine minutes. Yeah, yeah. But Brandon Clark, hmm. He, Brandon Clark. Clark had a really good game. Yeah, 
Brandon Clark is, could could very well, well he could start at center. He could, you know, well, who's like, starting. So like now, one of our rules last like what four years that we've done this podcast is anytime Ennis Cantor's on the opposing side, we attack Ennis Cantor. So I think it comes down to who starts at center. Because Tillman still played 29 minutes alongside Clark. Yeah, so. and Gor- Gorgie played 14. So, like, they still had Gorgie on the floor um, after being a DMP for three straight games. So, I mean, you know, there's a chance that, that he could start if they go in that direction. But, I mean, we were in on Tillman now for a couple slates. So, um, you know, I, I well, the price. What's his price on DraftKings? He's, he's priced up a little 30. bit on Tillman now. $3,500, save your time. Yeah, he's 46 on FanDuel now. So, like, you know, they're they're a little bit ahead of, of that. Um, but that's that's far too cheap. That's far too cheap. And, and Clark on FanDuel is priced at $6,500. Clark, 6000 on DK. 6000 on DK. I mean, that's going to be a really good spot for him. So, I think, let me rattle off a couple names for you, if you have any interest. Because this, this value tier at Power Forward... Super late. I'm just going to rattle off some names. Vanderbilt, 49, you already mentioned. Carmelo, power forward eligible, you mentioned, but 4,700. Marcus Morris, 4,700. James Johnson, 4,500. Um, Jeff Green, I know not the most appealing, but 37 minutes last game. Um, he is $4,300. And Xavier Tillman, 35 Like, that tier, man... Has a lot of freaking value. It does. Uh, that, on, on other slates, we thirsted for value. This slate has a lot of it. That is a lot of value. And um, we just got word Andrew Wiggins is questionable. Mm-hmm. Like, if Wiggins were to sit, I know Pashel isn't your prototypical small forward, but like, could he see a bump coming off his best game of the year? Like, there's possibly even more value opening up here. And I'll throw Doug McDermott, 4,700. Yeah. Coming off the game that he had um, the other night, twenty three. He's 30, 38 on Vandal McDermott. Jeez, this power forward is is really really stacked um, with value plays. Yeah, and center is loaded with top tier plays because we got Drummond against Brooklyn at ten five. Probably too expensive, but I mean he was dominant the other day. You know, um, as, as the primary guy there, we talked about Vucevic already against Minnesota. Minnesota starting Nas Reed and Vanderbilt. That that's a mismatch. For them, Vucevic's at 9-9 on FanDuel. Joel Embiid is expected to make his return to the lineup here against Boston. We know can't ever really stop him. He's 98. Clint Capella against Detroit's at $8,000. Um, you know, Aiton against Houston is 67. Cantor against Memphis is 63. Like, there's a lot of really good talent at the center spot as well. I can't believe we're getting 16 shot attempts a night from Clint Capella. Because, like, this is what we expected. These are, like, the, the John Collins expectations, right? Like, yeah, this, this is why John Collins, I think, is upset. <laughs> um, yeah, all those options all those options are crazy. And, and Bam is a DK center only. Right. So, like, throw his hat into the ring. Christian Wood is center only. Um, Porzingis has center eligibility under 8K. And, like, no limitations on Porzingis right. anymore. He played 32 on his second leg of a back-to-back. Like, this... Yeah, he's elite. 37 minutes the other day. He's still yeah. $4,800. Yeah, that's where you go for value. 5500 on um, $5,500 on DK. That's, that's really interesting. And 
Jared Allen suddenly Jared Allen out, and now suddenly DeAndre Jordan's fully healthy and able to play as many minutes as they need him to. So <laughs> right. Um, Except yeah. for that one game, which threw us off that he only played twenty four. Yeah, just suddenly plays twenty four. I'm look. I'm gonna take a stand here. I'm willing to go back to the James Wiseman well, and just chalk that last game up for as foul trouble. No, I mean it was definitely foul trouble. I mean, so like five fouls, five turnovers in thirteen minutes after playing twenty six and twenty seven. Like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. um, he like he's gonna be on the floor. I think for twenty five minutes and. 4,600, He, I think he stands out as, like, the clear-cut best center under 5K. I agree with you. I, th- I think that's, that's you know, hard to argue too much there. And, again, it's, such, it's just the pricing. I mean, like, I'm looking at some of these guys, and I want to spend up. Well, but... Goga. And Goga, if you go – if Turner's ruled out, we go to Goga, possibly. Yeah. 16 minutes last game in his first game of the year. Maybe that's ramped up to, like, 25. It's true. I don't think we have to. I mean, he's mid-price. I don't know if we, given the center tier, I don't think on Fanduel at least. I don't. I don't yeah, think you're gonna... you're right. We're just spending up. Yeah, I think we're going to be spending up because there's a lot of value in other positions. So I think this is a spend up at center, spend up at point guard, maybe, um, and and then get your mid-tier at the other spots. You're forgetting uh, Kevin Horner spend up. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. And Aaron Gordon. <laughs> and Aaron Gordon as well. So, oh God! Uh, it's gonna be a wild ten gamer. Like I said, we're gonna have the full slate of content for you, including the return of the live stream that's been off for the last two days. It's gonna be a wild one. Anticipate a lot of good injury news coming out as well. And uh, I don't know, maybe like DraftKings will fix pricing. I have no idea. We'll 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 uh, well they were able to late add Victor Oladipo for us the other day. Maybe they can change the nine to a five on whoever <laughs> make that make. Sense sense uh but for james ronde i'm john pemba we'll catch you guys next time